Hello, everybody. Welcome in. I am here with Coach Future Star of the Rock Board Files. How you doing, Coach? All right, Coach. Doing pretty well. How about yourself? Not too bad. Um, so last year, you know, I guess I guess you considered a down year after three straight Final Fours. You know, uh, <laughs> you lost in the first round of the NTT, but you know you still got a good team. You brought in a seventeen twenty class. You feeling good about those guys? Yeah, yeah. I like the way that we're set up a little bit this year. Last year, um, guys were were a little bit down. Had to play a couple guys probably out of position, uh, or one really good player, whether it was because he was playing a little bit out of position or just like the sophomore slump Bates, he 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 kinda regressed a little bit and so we're hoping for a little bit of a bounce back from him and I think we'll be looking good. Yeah. Cool. Great. Well we'll we'll get more into your team in a few minutes. Um but let's start with Clearwater, the number one seed in the Adams group. Um they lost the uh, 41-31 class, but I feel like this class was a lot better than um, their rating. You know, losing Jake Adams and John Washington, probably maybe two of the best players in their program history, um, you know, took them to – they won two different uh, PNTTs with those guys. and they, So they bring in the 82-27 class, which is pretty good, um, and that's really headlined by uh, Jeremiah Mitchum the point guard. Um, he played center in high school, but I have very few doubts that he will not be playing center <laughs> in college. Uh, so I think, I think he fits in well to point guard, you know, he's, you know, maybe you wish he had a little higher three, but you know, 17 points for an undersized six, six center is pretty impressive for um, a high schooler, you know, and then Jamarcus Bailey looks like a solid guy too. And yeah, so he's got some height, wing, power forward types um, to go with um, a, a point guard, in my opinion. What do you think about this? Yeah, team? I agree with you. Um, obviously, you know, 82-27 class indicates that there's some really, you know, either one or two really high impact guys. And, and I think the one guy for sure is Jeremiah Mitchum. Like you said, he was playing center in high school. That definitely didn't suit him. And, and you're right. I think for sure he's going to slot in at point guard. He's a guy that looks like he's got the skill set to do almost anything you know you mentioned the three-pointers but it's hard to tell there because you know he's playing center he's being guarded by taller guys mm-hmm. that might improve you know when, when he moves to the point um and the other two guys look like guys with some size who at worst are going to be good backups and, and might be more than that um but you know we'll just see it'd be interesting to see what, what happens you know like you said they lost two really key guys jake adams yeah. scored 26 points a game last year john washington was the defensive stalwart who I'm guessing led the mm-hmm. league in blocks. You know, he had over five a game. Um, so, so this yeah. year they, they might be a little small in the post. Um, defense was really their calling card last year. Um, so, we'll have to see what they do to to kind of try and replicate that. Um, and then the other question would be who's going to replace Adams scoring? I imagine Mitchum is going to fill in a little bit of that, uh, but some other guys are going to have to take on some bigger roles. I'm looking at maybe. Uh, Corey Phillips, who was a freshman last year, scored 12 points a game. He was a guy who was pretty efficient in high school, so I think with a little bigger role, he could uh, he could contribute a little bit there. So um, th- that's the main question. But but all in all, Coach JD is a really good coach. This team looks really deep, and they're going to be good again. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. And actually, you know, you look uh, you look back on it and. Uh... And John Washington actually was fifth in uh, 
fifth in all-time blocks, and he missed the all-time blocks for a season record by one to Peter F. Holmes. Oh, okay. um, we all know the F stands for finisher, <laughs> yes, I think. Yes, of course. That's absolutely um, what it stands for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, I mean, those are some big shoes to fill, and, you know, that's tough to put on a guy like Mitchum, but, you know, I think he's ready for it. I think – I mean, we'll see how he we'll, we'll see how he looks. Um, the the tougher spot will be filling the uh, center spot. I think. Right, right, yeah. Because I mean, now they're going to be a little bit small. I, I don't know who who goes in at center. They they had a six nine guy backing up last year. I don't know if he moves into the starting spot. I don't know if the guys mm-hmm. that they're bringing in are necessarily have the skill set to to play center. So yeah, they're going to be a little bit small in the post, but they'll they'll be pretty tall overall i mean they'll have a lot of kind of six eight six nine guys so so maybe just kind of team defense more than that one guy dominating the middle yeah yeah and it would make sense to put in a guy like monroe or bailey you can't expect mitchum to um score like adams did necessarily i mean it'd be nice obviously but um they weren't the most efficient shooting team these this team really got by on their defense and Adding another score to the mix would really help them. Yeah, absolutely. Especially now that you don't have the same defensive anchor. Uh, so let's move on to your team, the Rockford Files. Um, you brought in the seventeen twenty class, replacing the eleven twenty four class. So you just keep on churning out those uh, top ten. I mean, yeah, those uh, top ten classes. At least this one didn't have an eleven right. in it. So that's that's kind of nice. Just something, something different, different, exactly. You know? Yeah, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Yeah, you just, I mean, I'm sure in past years, you would just go to that recruiting signing sheet, go through class rankings, like, oh, number 11 again. All right. <laughs> uh, so you brought in three big guys, Elijah Mendoza, 17 points a game, 10 rebounds, Ethan Kurtz, 13.6 points a game, but very efficient from two at least. Um 55.9% from two, uh, 10.4 rebounds. And this guy, um, if I remember him right, he looks like a defensive monster. Uh, did, he, did he come in what you expected? or what you Yeah, for? yeah. I mean, I, I think there's even room for improvement. Uh, but he definitely looks like yeah. the type of guy who's going to be a four-year starter at center. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of what we were missing last year. I mean, we had uh, Zachary Medina starting at center last year, and he was fine. But um, Kurtz is more of the, the style of center that I like. He's kind of the type of guy that we've had in the past there. I'm a guy who, who's going to defend. He's going to block shots and then contribute a little bit offensively. I don't expect him to be a 13-point a game scorer, but it looks like he, at the very least he can you know, get some putbacks and, and, and things like that. So um, he's the type of guy that I, I, I think is really going to help our team. Yeah, and – you know, so Medina was more of a um, he's more of a pass first type of guy. And, um, he wasn't going to score, but you know, he's he he distributed well from the from the post, and so did Wesley Butts. So um, you think can potentially move in? I mean, I think it makes sense to move Butts to small forward where he can get a lot of touches and kind of um, be that pseudo pass first point point guard from the 
uh, three yeah, spot. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. I mean, last year, um, he was actually our leading assist man, you know, from the poor power forward yep. spot. So um, moving him down, you know, I don't know. He's six nine, but he's an he's an athletic guy. Um, he's not a big scorer, but I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to turn the ball over a ton. I'm sure it'll increase a little bit, you know, moving from power forward to small mm-hmm. forward. But um, so far, you know, trying him in scrimmages there. He's, um, he's, he's definitely, he's definitely uh, making some plays, you know? Um, so I I think that's what we'll go with at first and, and hopefully, uh, run, uh, run the offense through him, you know, kind of as as a six, nine, uh, small forward. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at, um, your schedule, you know, you got Boulder, Boise, um, and Arlington in the out of, uh, conference games. So, all three top 50 teams, but, you know, that's kind of PNTT. Um, you know, you always get, <laughs> you always get tough games, but um, yeah, this looks like, this just looks like a fun group um, overall. Some, some of the historic PNTT ty- teams, you know, and then you got Bloomington and Plainview who um, haven't had as much success as obviously Rockford and Clearwater, but um, should make for a, yeah yeah hopefully we'll hopefully we'll uh you know hopefully that last game against Clearwater will will be important for us you know we're hoping it comes down to that for the the group um but yeah like I said we're looking good and and, um also yeah I mentioned to you off you know off the air but yeah we'll we'll be able to move Edgardo Bates back to his natural shooting guard spot last year we we, yeah we had to kind of force him in a point guard because we needed both him and uh Gentry in the lineup and Gentry was just I just got tired of watching Gentry turn the ball over like five times a game at point guards so I just had to put Bates yeah. there and, and and that probably contributed to a little bit to his down year so getting him back to shooting guard with a couple guys that can feed him instead of him having to make the play himself I, I'm hoping will help yeah yeah for sure so that should be fun um and yeah I mean Obviously, this isn't a conference fourteen show, but you guys have you guys had some great classes. Like it, your conference is looking really stuck. Yeah, it's getting year. ridiculous. I mean, we're, I'm just thankful that with Memphis, uh, we only have to deal with the combination of uh, Fitchner and uh, Lathers for one season. You know, because geez, I mean, Fitchner he yeah. can just he can graduate any day now. I mean, I guess that one man show patch he's he's immune to that because the guy's still scoring like 35 points a game, taking like half his team shots. It's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'll have to tell uh, Blue to stay off my guys, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> no, no, that's a great get, Blue. All right, let's move on to uh, Plain View, the Butt Sniffers. Um, they brought in the 136-95 class, replacing the 823 class. So you lose guys like Brian Larson, Cole Lockett, and uh, Brady Long, three starters. They're one through three. Um, and it's kind of interesting. They brought in some height. Uh they look there. There looks like there's some solid guys. I remember Adrian Garza from, um, yeah, just recruiting, and he looks like you know a decently efficient uh, shooter. Uh, Guyton, seven one guy. He, his numbers are really nice. Um, Twelve rebounds a game, four point three blocks. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he figures this out. You know, maybe. Maybe you can move I – mean, I don't know. Maybe you can move Loveless down. You know, maybe you can move everyone down a little bit. But you still need a point guard. And, uh, you know, he lost your point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. And 
you know, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't usually seem like an optimal strategy to play a six, seven or six, eight guy there. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, Aiden Jackson looked okay um, in limited minutes. He had a really high plus minus plus 5.5. Um, yeah, plus 5.5, uh, plus minus plus 15.8 if you go by per 30. And he's more of a pass first defensive guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, like thoughts? you said, it's really interesting. I, I don't know that, that that this happens too often where you lose a class where you have guys who started at the one through three and then you bring in like three guys who are six nine or taller to replace them um you know so Mm -hmm. i mean they were really talented on the offensive end last year but they lost three guys who kind of made their offense go so we'll just have to see what the plan is to to fill in those spots in the starting lineup um you know but on the other hand size definitely was a problem last year for them um they had some trouble with rebounding and a little bit on the defensive end so bringing in those those big guys although edmund davis they um we were actually on that guy out of desperation. So I don't think he's going to help much, um, but the other two guys look like really solid players. Um, so I, I think the, the defense, yeah. uh, you know, and the rebounding is definitely going to improve. But like you said, uh, you know, now we have to wonder what, what they're going to fill in at the, you know, the point guard spot, the shooting guard spot. Um, you know, I don't know if you, like you said, maybe Jackson goes to point guard or even a guy like Santiago Sanders, might uh, be kind of a six-six mm. point guard type of guy. He was a guy who averaged uh, five assists yeah. a game in high school um, at power at uh, small forward. So I think a point guard he could mm. could do at least that, especially if he has some offense around him. Um, and then yeah. you have to kind of fill in for the offense. Um, you got bench players like maybe Martin Oliver, Caleb Laguerre. Maybe they could take on a bigger role. Um, then you got the freshman who could contribute also. So yeah, all in all, it's just like a very interesting team to see how they put it together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you, if you, if you're going to choose one or the other, you choose a bigger team and <laughs> you, you try and figure it out. Now, if you don't have a point guard, that makes it a little more difficult, but, um, but yeah, I think, I think yeah, size is obviously yeah. a good thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think everyone can agree with that. Um, and I, th- yeah, hopefully you can figure it out. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, on paper, so. they're probably the third best team in the bracket, but you know, if everything kind of comes together, you never know. They could surprise. <laughs> yeah. Next let's look at Bloomington college, um, coached by coach RDE. He brought, he, he lost the 87, 118 class and brought on the 63, 65 class. Um, you know, you bring in guys like, uh, just, uh, so Mason Thornburg, I think he was one of the higher recruits, um, if I'm not mistaken. Great defensive, can rebound, can pass. Um, and Cameron Schneider, I think, you know, pretty solid player too. Didn't none of these guys are necessarily the scorers, but you know this this team didn't really need scorers. They still have Michael Zietler, and they still have uh, Daniel Torres. They do lose. Ethan Morris and Jeffrey Mayfield, but you know, he's got some more height to help his team. And uh, yeah, I think, I think the, this is a very good addition to this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a solid freshman class. They, yeah, like you said, not much offense there, but there's all three guys or guys that do a lot of things that, that I love on a team. You know, they can defend, they can pass, they got good size with Schneider and Thornburg. Um, I think Brendan Long might be a guy who might excel at point guard. 
Um, you know, he, he obviously mm-hmm. is playing way out of position at power forward. And if you move him to point guard, I think he has a skill set to, to really do well there. And then maybe you could, you know, I don't know how he's going to put together the lineup, but, you know, to get some playmaking in there, he didn't really have that one guy who who could, you know, make plays in the starting lineup. So maybe that's something to look at. Um, last year, they, they really struggled on defense. Uh, so I think he, he, he uh, addressed that with his recruiting. Um, so I think the offense is going to be the main question. They lose two of their starters. They were scoring like 13 points a game, 14 points a game. So we'll see who, mm-hmm. you know, who they're going to turn to, to, to help fill that in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so that's, uh, yeah, that's the group. Who, who do you think, yeah. Who do you like to come away with? On top um, of yeah, it's you, probably a Homer pick, but, um, I, 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 I I like I like our chances this year. Um, you know, more so yeah. actually than than in the past. I mean, this is this tournament. I think we've really only done well in it like once or twice because we, we're generally pretty slow starters. Mm-hmm. But I like the way our team's constructed. I think Kurtz is going to make a big difference in the middle. Um, you know, we're going to have a big athletic starting lineup, and when like I said, we got Bates moving back to to his natural position. So, um, and I think our out of group schedule, while it's tough. I don't think it's as tough as it has been in previous seasons. So, so hopefully we yeah. can take advantage of that. Uh, but obviously Clearwater is a really deep team. You know, JD's going to always have his team rolling. So and they're, they're definitely going to be the main competition. So my picks uh, will be to hopefully just those two both are able to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it comes down to that games that, that out of conference game three between you guys, um, you know, you play, your out of conference is um, is Boise, Boulder, and Arlington, and Clearwater also has Boise, Riverside, uh-huh. and Flagstaff. So um, both, I mean, they're all three of those games are winnable. But you know, those teams could also rise to the occasion and beat either of your teams. Yeah, exactly. If uh, yeah, so I expect two teams at four and one um, facing off for the chance to go to. Um, yeah, to get that automatic bid by winning their by winning the group, and then the loser, I think, will also get in. So at four and two. So, but we'll see. Uh, who are the players you want um, to watch here? Uh, I think uh, if I'll point out two. Um, I think on plain view, I think a guy to look at is uh, is um, let me see here. I think a guy to look at is Gabriel Loveless. Um, yeah, you know, with, with yeah. so much offense having graduated from that squad, I mean, they need someone to step up. And I think he, you know, with a little bigger role, I think he could be like a solid 15 to 20 point guy. Um, so that's one guy I think that, mm-hmm. that, that we should look at to see if he could step up his game. And then another would be kind of obvious, but on Clearwater, Jeremiah Mitchum, you know, with Adams, Adams leaving, yep. you know, they, they really need a guy to kind of step in and be that, be like the guy. So, um, yeah, he could could he be the guy who not only performs to expectations but exceeds them? You know, it's not a question, not out of the question. You know, with a move to a to, to point guard, it's it's you know moving from from wherever he was playing in high school to point guard, we could see him blow up a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm interested to see. Uh, definitely Zietler. Zietler's a really solid point guard that you know can score a lot. Another guy that I think could take a step forward is Andrew White. So Andrew has sought last year got first team all conference in which, you know, it's not a great conference, 26. Uh, but I mean, the Plainview wins it basically every year. So they, they have the best team, but I'd be, 
you know, in high school, he played center. He uh, he had 17.9 points per game, 49.6% shooting. I'd love to see this guy play a little shooting guard and see what he can do, you know, um, have a little easier. I mean, some, a lot of times people put their those big, better defenders at power forward, and it, get, and it makes it a little hard. I'd love to see Andrew White kind of do something like that and see what he can do. And then – uh, I mean, you're not going to mention anyone on <laughs> okay. your team, so I guess I will. <laughs> you know, so Bates, uh, for sure. You know, I think he's primed for a really big uh, year, and I'm I'm excited to see uh, Mendoza. Obviously, Kurtz is going to be good too, but um, Mendoza was a guy that both me and you were considering right. going for. <laughs> we were both considering going for, and I'm just like, man, I don't. I don't know how much points I want to put on him just because what if he's maxed and uh, you end up getting a clear lead right. on him. Yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, it was <laughs> so. kind of an all-in strategy. And, you know, because if he had been maxed, then yeah. we'd have been done. But, you know, you know we, we had to try try for, some, for something, you know, because we needed size and we needed scoring. So we had to take a shot at it. <laughs> yeah, and when you're in a league like this, that's what you got to do. You know, you got to get the best players if you want to have a chance. So, um Great for you for getting a clear lead on that guy. He's he's incredible. So uh, cool. Well, we'll wrap it up here, and we will be back talking about the Eismager group. I think that's yeah. how you pronounce oh, it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Talk to you soon.